Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bill Cunningham, the great American. Welcome this glorious Wednesday afternoon in the Tri-State. Coming up later is uh, Governor Mike DeWine's uh, more favorite uh, Fox personalities. So Brian Kilmeade will be here in about an hour or so, plus more. Plus, uh, Senator Rand Paul is scheduled to arrive to uh, defend his vote against AM radio. In a sense, he says he's got a better plan for AM radio, not to extinguish it, but uh, to enhance it. So we're going to deal with Senator Rand Paul on that later on. But former U.S. Senator, present governor of Ohio is Mike DeWine. And Mike DeWine, also known as George, welcome to the Bill Cunningham Show and Governor. Last time you were on, we had some walk-up music. Are you ready? Yeah, I like the walk-up music. You got to explain <laughs> it to your listeners now, though. The Jetsons <laughs> was a TV show. Well, here we go. Hit it, Tony. Hit the post. Meet George Jetson. A.K.A. Mike DeWine. His boy, Elroy Jones. His boy, Patrick. What about Jane? Judy. Judy, Judy, Judy. There he is. There's Fran. Unbelievable. Well, Governor Mike DeWine, you're going to be in charge of the Jetsons, which are like these flying taxis flying all over Ohio. Wait, before we get into marijuana, maybe you got to be in marijuana to fly the taxi. That's a different thing. But uh, when will we have flying taxis around Ohio? When, when's that going to be? Uh, t- well, the, the t- company uh, that is coming to Ohio is a California company. We always like to lure business away from California. Yes. Uh, they're coming to Ohio, and uh, they'll be in production, they tell me, by 2025. So uh, that's not too too far long. They've got to uh, get in production near Dayton and near Wright Patterson Air Force Base. And uh, it's very exciting. It's very, very exciting. So the plan is to take somebody or a- a couple, whatever, from Dayton, maybe to Columbus, and get there in about uh, 15 minutes, or go from Dayton to Toledo in about uh, 40 minutes instead of two hours. Is that the plan? Well, they certainly could do that. I think you're going to see companies just buy these and and you know have their own have their own pilots. I think also the the goal is to have uh, you know literally taxis uh, that will be available. I think Bill, where you're really going to see it used a lot is. In a place like uh, Los Angeles, where uh, you know, when we were out there for the Super Bowl a couple years ago, uh, when the Bengals were playing, uh, you know, we were just shocked at the traffic, and you know, takes forever to get yeah. someplace there. So being able to, you know, land in a, in a very small area uh, and and move people around very very quickly and avoid all that traffic, I, I think you're going to see that used a lot in those really urban areas that just uh, are kind of standstill in traffic. Would you get in one with you and Fran? Would you hop in the back seat and get some popcorn and a little Coke and away you go? Would you do that? Fly in one of those well, things? I think that I think when we get ready to do that, uh, you should come with us uh, because there's a pilot and I think there's three seats mm. and you can be the third, mm. third seat. I don't want you as my pilot. Uh, <laughs> no, but, uh, I agree. But I think, I think when we do the maiden flight, 
uh, you know, I think uh, you you should you should be there. Well, let me. You uh, be, yes, you be part of that. Well, I, it, moment. It'll be twenty twenty five. Well, that's what they're telling us. Twenty twenty five. So they can uh, they'll be out starting production to move well, move through. Save and, me a seat. Uh, so I'll, anyway, I'll, if you're in it, I'm in we'll it. Save you a seat. So if you do it, I'll do it. I don't like flying like that. You know, all of us have a few friends with some private aircraft, and I refuse to get in one. And uh, nonetheless, uh, if I'm with the governor, I say, what the hell, let it rip. Let me get in a George Jetson-type jetmobile. <laughs> is Fran coming? I mean, is she? Is she? I, I assume not. Well, I, I, I've learned after many years of marriage uh, not to speak for Fran. So no. You're going to have to talk to Fran and see whether Fran wants to do that or not. <laughs> all right, let's talk about marijuana. Well, and the last okay, time we were together it. a couple of weeks ago, the idea was get the Senate to kind of put it all together. They passed a bill under Senator Huffman, I believe, which has less home grow, lower THC, some other rules and regulations about gummies and kids. And then it goes over to the House. I'm told by those in the House that it's a fracas, that the House is not going to agree to what the Senate did. And so I suggested to you off the air that you, as the governor and the most popular governor in Ohio's history, with a 70% approval rating, get Huffman and get Stevens in a room together, MMA style, and just beat them about the face and head until we have a bill. So can you tell the American people what the status on this Wednesday afternoon, December 13th, of marijuana? Can Tony Bender smoke pot if he wants to? Well, <laughs> Look, here, here's the situation. Uh, you're right to pass the bill. I think it was a, it was a good bill. Uh, we kind of outlined some of the problems. And for those people who voted yes uh, on on issue two, um, we're trying to live up to what they ask us to do, and that is to have legal marijuana in the state of Ohio. I wasn't for it. But it, it, that's what passed. It passed with a very big 57% of the vote, I think. But uh, I don't think people who voted for this bill uh, imagined that you would have the situation that we have today because of its passage. Today, in, in the state of – this is why we need legislation. The Senate's passed it. We're waiting for the House. We hope the House will, will – We'll do something in this area. I've talked with them and, you know, explain the real sense of urgency here. But here's the situation today in the state of Ohio. Uh, it is legal to possess marijuana. It is legal to consume marijuana, uh, whether it's a gummy or it's legal, legal to smoke marijuana. But you cannot legally buy it in the state of Ohio. Mm. Uh, and based upon the law that was passed, people who wrote the law quite candidly didn't do a very great job. Uh, and that was the, the you know people who got on the ballot, uh, but you have a situation where we will not see uh, because of the way they wrote it, we will not see legal marijuana in the state of Ohio until late late 2024. So you're going to have for about a year now a situation uh, where you can possess it, you can use it, but you can't. In, a, in addition to that, <laughs> the majority of people today, I'm sure, think that you can go in right today and buy marijuana in the yeah. state of Ohio. Correct. So New York did sort of the same thing. They had this big, long gap of a period of time when you couldn't buy it. Guess what happened? Mm. They had well over a 1,000 uh, shops, little shops that, had, that, that sprung up and were selling marijuana. And uh, it was not legal, and there was no, you know, the problem with 
the black market, people selling this illegally, is you don't know where it came from. You don't know what the quality is. You don't know whether uh, it has lead in it. You don't know whether it has metals in it. You don't know whether uh, it's got some other drug in it. Uh, you know, you you don't you don't know if it has mold if it's moldy, which apparently is a problem with marijuana. I didn't know that, but now explain you know, that. Tony to Benner tells so me mold the, is so a problem. The, so, so the problem. quality, the quality is no guarantee of the quality when people walk in. They don't know what what they're buying, uh, and you know we're just encouraging uh, the, the drug dealers. We're encouraging the illicit black market, which this bill was supposed to do away with. Right. It's now going to you know create a great great black market and we're going to be close to a year now before you'll be able to buy it in the state of Ohio. We can fix this very easily. Uh, we've given language to the legislature. Uh, we will be able, uh, if they would pass that language and the Senate did, uh, we would be able to have legal controlled uh, sales of marijuana uh, right after the first of this year. Is that what you want? Is that what Governor DeWine wants is to use the present medical marijuana system to sell recreational, yeah. walk before we run, and then that's what Governor yeah. DeWine wants to do. Well, I don't, I, I wouldn't want to sell it any of it, but look, it's passed, and, and we're going to follow the will of the people of the state of Ohio who voted 57% in favor of this. But I look, Bill, I don't think, and let me move to another one, I don't think people voted to have a situation where they couldn't buy it and where they had to buy it illegally no, uh, to no, be able to use no, it. And no. But we've created this demand. We've created this perception that you can do it. So that's problem one. Problem number, number two, uh, we have uh, being sold in the state of Ohio today to your kids uh, in, in gas stations all over the state and uh, other, other places, Delta 8 and Delta 9, which is intoxicating hemp. Uh, there was a loophole in a law that was passed a few years ago by the General Assembly, and they're now selling it, and everyone agrees. Everybody agrees this stuff is very dangerous, mm. uh, dangerous particularly to kids. They can close that loophole. Uh, we've given the, the, the House language. They can close that loophole today. Uh, if they would vote to do that. So why don't, why don't they the pay second, attention to you? Second problem. Well, why don't they Pardon say, me? okay, let's do it. Well, why doesn't Stevens, I mean, you Republicans advocate, and now you have to rule, and part of the Republican <laughs> well, Party look, doesn't I, want to rule. Well, you want to advocate. I, I can only tell you that we, we presented this to the House, and they have not moved moved on that. Let me give you a third reason. Give me number three. Why number three. We, we, need, we need a bill passed. Um, to, today, uh, it will be it is legal. Uh, and we're already seeing, if you can believe this, advertising out there, um, small little signs and other things to sell illegal marijuana. So we have no ability now to control the advertising. Uh, the bill that we have proposed to the General Assembly, we would be able to control the advertising. It would be done in, in, a, in a reasonable way and would not be uh, – flaunted out there to our 14-year-olds and 15-year-old kids. Uh, so controlling of advertising, we can do, uh, but we can't do it today, and we can't do it without without legislation. And let me go to this one. Uh, Christmas in downtown Cincinnati or downtown Mason or downtown Lebanon or wherever you want to think about. Your kids this year, when you take them out to see Santa Claus, or your grandkids, uh, and get some hot chocolate and walk around, your kids are going to be smelling marijuana because the way this law was written 
and it was voted on. The people who wrote it didn't seem to be concerned uh, about uh, people smoking marijuana in public. Right. The public is outside. And so, again, the, the bill that we've given to the, 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 the state Senate, state house, excuse me, the state house, uh, house of representatives would enable us to control that. You, you should not be subjected. Uh, I should not. None of us should be subjected no, to have no. our kids or grandkids, you know, smelling marijuana. I mean, it's going to be like New York City. Say, hey, mommy, what's that? Well, hey, mommy, what's that? Yeah. Three months ago. Yeah. yeah. And all you could do is smell marijuana. You couldn't get away from them. Stuff. So, so, so why? Again, this is not what people voted for, and this is not what people intended. I understand they want to be able to smoke marijuana, and you know that. Okay, I, I accept that, but not all these other things. And so, we have an, a, a way to fix this. We can fix it very quickly. The Senate has done it. Uh, we are just waiting. Uh, are you hopeful, you know, I'm, Governor? I'm the eternal I hope this House will do something today. Why don't you get Stevens in there and say, hey, look, you're the Speaker of the House. Even though the Democrats put you there, you're a Republican. And it's time uh, to, to, to govern and not to advocate and put this thing in the House and pass the damn thing. And then we can tweak it in six to nine months. Will you commit this afternoon, Governor DeWine, to beat Stevens about the face and head to get something done in the House? <laughs> no, no, I'm no, not going to beat gonna, anybody over the face. No, I'm not going to beat him, Bill, Bill. I don't, I don't, I don't disclose conversations I've had with the, the Speaker or the Senate President. But uh, you know, you, you you can bet that uh, there's been a, been conversations. <laughs> well, we we've laid this kind of out, and uh, uh, you know, just just would hope that uh, you know these problems would 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 get fixed. They need to get fixed. Um, we don't the house to go away and and come back for a long time and then you know we get through christmas and we got put up with the marijuana right uh, in, in your town square whatever your town square is whether it's you know uh, gallia county uh, along the river or whether it's uh, uh, portsmouth wherever it is uh marijuana to put up with this so, so as we assuming stevens in the house does nothing the next several weeks it is legal to possess marijuana in your state of ohio and to smoke it in public but it's not legal to buy it anywhere in the state of ohio so you, you can that's, that's, yeah absolutely correct absolutely uh, and then correct. as far it's as ridiculous it's a ridiculous situation we didn't write the law but that's look the law is now in effect uh and you have this perception out there i think uh that uh you can buy marijuana yeah. and what's happening is these 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 businesses, <clears throat> these these people who are pushing this Delta Eight and Delta Nine, uh, <clears throat> which is very dangerous stuff, they've kind of uh, looped into the public's perception that it's legal, and so now they're advertising things and they're saying uh, mm. now it's it, it, now it's legal to smoke marijuana, and here's where you can get your da 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 da. It's really yeah. it's 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 uh, it's it's hemp, but it's intoxicating hemp, and it's uh, it's pretty dangerous stuff. Well, and there's no control of it. You don't know what you're buying. I mean, right. the, you know, the one thing that people will know uh, once this program is set up uh, is they'll, they'll know that there is a quality to the product. They'll know what it is. They'll know how intoxicating it is, and they know it's not been adulterated with with something else uh, in there. And and what what you fear is already occurring. I think I related to you off the air that in the summertime it was common to walk around Washington Park and smell marijuana on July or August evening. It was everywhere because the cops here have been told don't cite anybody 
Uh, you know, Cincinnati is, I think, in 20 years going to be down the tubes in a sense, the city of, because they don't enforce the law under orders uh, of the mayor and the city manager. Cheryl Long, the city manager, has told city cops, don't give citations. We don't want to deal with it. And so, you know, you you also have to deal with that yeah. situation down the road. Well, well Bill, that's a, I think it's a very, very good point. You know, uh, the people who were for this said, let's regulate marijuana like we re regulate liquor. And so one of the things that we can't do, uh, because the law wasn't written that way, but we would like to be able to do, is, you know, do the enforcement of, of the marijuana and the sale of marijuana like we do liquor. We have state agents who right. go out. We don't depend on the local police. Look, the local police got a lot of things to do. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is a state law that, that has been passed by the initiative okay. uh, referendum. And, uh, you know, it is it is what it is, but we need the power to be able to have some regulation and so that your kids are not subjected, yeah. uh, you, you know, to, to smell this marijuana. And we don't expect the local police to enforce it, but in the bill that we've proposed, we set this up to regulate similar to the way we're doing alcohol which is you have state agents who, who deal with it i think i think in many urban areas that would be the key well governor we got to go i know you're in some big powwow hopefully you can beat east stevens around the face and head get something done even if it's minimal let's get something well, done even well, if it's small look, let's get yeah, it done the speaker, is a, the speaker is, is, is a very very nice guy and uh you know he's he, he's trying but we just need to get uh, we need to get this done. There has to be a sense of urgency. This is important for our families, and it's important for our kids. Thank you. And you, right. you use your power and influence and beat him about the face and the head and get her done. And then you can clean it up later in the year with his other stuff. But Governor Mike DeWine, I may not speak to you again this year on the air. So I wish you and yours a, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Well, Happy New Year and Merry Christmas to you and the judge and uh, all, all is well and great. always great talking to you, Bill. Also known as George Jetson. Governor Mike DeWine, thank you very much. Thank you, Billy. Right, let's continue with more. Those are the facts. Your comments at 513-749-7000 or pound 700, the new AT&T. The House has got to move to do something productive. Tweak it around the edges, get her done, get some revenue, put some people to work. And uh, down the road in six months or nine months from now, you can even tweak it further. But at some point, the House has got to act. Bill Cunningham, News Radio 700, WLW. Men suffering from erectile dysfunction or PE, frustrated taking pills that don't work. Here's a message from Proactive Men's Medical Center. I'm Dr. Simovitz. Proactive Men's Medical Center offers breakthrough treatments with men lasting longer than ever without pain or surgery. Call now. Your consultation and first treatment are free. You'll see instant results right in the office. Call Proactive Men's Medical Center now. 513-694-0499. That's 513-694-0499. Find more reasons to celebrate when you shop with Family Dollar. Helping you save... All right, Billy Cunningham, the great American. Let's set up the rest of this afternoon's great show. And I want to thank Mike DeWine for coming out of a meeting with the cabinet to uh, fill us in on what's happening with marijuana. Obviously, the Republicans in the House and the Senate are not on the same page. In uh, the Senate, there's 33 members, of which 20 are Republicans. In the House, there's 99 members, of which 61 are Republicans. They have supermajorities in both.
but uh, one uh, body does not want uh, marijuana to exist despite the wills of the American people expressed by 57% of us. They don't want it. So they're trying to put some poison pills in the deal to make it almost impossible. And you heard Mike DeWine said if the next few weeks, couple weeks go by, this thing will not be uh, available as requested by the American people for about another one year, which would cost the uh, state of Ohio about $500 million in tax revenues and hundreds of jobs. And also we continue to embolden drug cartels to sell more marijuana lace with God knows what in the state of Ohio. And the simple resolution, and you're listening to someone, a great American that's never smoked a cigarette or a joint in my life. I, I can put my hand on the Bible to God Almighty, and, and he knows I don't smoke anything, never have, never will. And the reason was it was going to stunt your growth, and I saw myself as a burgeoning basketball player. I needed all the heights and jumping power that I could get. But nonetheless, I regress. So the Senate passed a reasonable few tweaks to it and said, let's get this done. Now, Mike DeWine doesn't want to throw his weight around, which I get. He's kind of an understated guy from Cedarville, Ohio, Greene County. He needs to get uh, Stevens in there, who appears to be uh, there mainly because of Democrats in the House of Representatives, and to say, let's pass four or five things we can agree on, and then we'll deal with the rest down the road, which is let the medical dispensaries sell recreational marijuana. It's going to take uh, a few weeks to get it up and running anyway. I'm told by some in the industry that it's about three to four months from seed to joint. Three to four months from seed to joint. So uh, there is some in the system. So why not start the process to see what occurs, pass common sense reforms, and then tweak it later down the road? Does that make sense to anybody? Of course it does. And uh, if they don't do it, which... I think it's 50-50. I have a few texts in to Sidney Abrams and Bill Seitz, both in the House, about what's happening. How much power do you have? And uh, if it doesn't happen, right now someone can drive to Michigan, buy whatever legal amount you want to buy in Michigan, drive it back into Ohio, and smoke it to your heart is content in public. And there's nothing uh, politicians or Enforcement officers can do about it because it is legal right now after December the 7th to smoke marijuana in the state of Ohio and also legal to grow pot in your own home. Right now, the number is about uh, 12, 12 plants for two, which can produce per year about six or 7,000 joints per year, which is, I think, well above, shall we say, personal use. Would you agree? So right now, we're in Never Never Land. You can smoke pot. But you can't buy pot. Uh, you can probably share pot, a joint, but you can't buy it. And somehow it has to just magically appear in your pocket or in your purse, right? So it's screwed up. And uh, the THC levels are messed up. Delta 8 and 9, frankly, that's the first time I've heard about it, which is an intoxicating hemp, is available now in uh, grocery stores and uh, convenience stores. Delta 8 and Delta 9, intoxicating hemp, which uh, anyone can buy right now. So as a consequence, just minor little things can happen to get this thing up and running and then spend more time on the commission itself, on hiring maybe 500 to 1,000 employees of starting the process. There are tons of marijuana to be, uh, to be cultivated, 
and harvested in the state of Ohio to meet the, we think, the new demand. But Senator Blessing of Colerain Township has another good idea. You can't tax this thing so much that it kills the golden high goose. By that, I mean you can't tax it so much that it is still much less expensive to buy it on the dark market. It's got to be somewhat similar in price. So we'll see what happens. You can't go from 10% on top of 7%. Uh, most counties have between 7 and 8% of a sales tax. And the bill carries a 10% increase on that. And then some say, let's make it 15%. Hell, make it 50%. And just sell no recreational marijuana. Stay in the dark market. Blessing says, let's get the price similar to what it is now from a drug dealer to buy marijuana. Keep the price there. And the great bulk of the American people will go there to a store and uh, and buy it. Does that make sense? I know as we speak here, it's 1245. Mike is in these meetings with leadership in the House and the Senate to try to get. He is motivated to get this done. He didn't want to say, yeah, 100 percent, we're going to get it done. But we're motivated to get it to occur, even though many on my side of the political fence don't want it. I voted yes because I assumed that under Mike DeWine, my friends, the Republicans in Columbus would Cut around the edges, make it better. It's happening anyway. Drug dealers are profiting anyway. Uh, contaminated products are being sold anyway. So why not? I have friends, you have friends that have smoked pot for years. So be it. I don't think less of them any more than I think less of someone who has a couple of drinks every night. It is what it is. If you're an adult, choose your poison. So I have hopes, although not particularly strong, that sometime this week or the first of next, that Stevens can corral enough uh, members of the House to pass something similar to what passed in the Senate, which is uh, changing the home grow, cut it by 50%, lower the THC rate, and maybe get rid of medical marijuana altogether. If you can buy it without a script, why would you need a doctor's intervention? That's another issue hanging out there. So we'll see what happens. Secondly, after 1 o'clock today, I have Gabriel Nadalis of Our America about what's happening in certain public school systems against the American way of life. But because the intent is to help a so-called uh, depressed minority, that racial discrimination is acceptable. And also later on, we've scheduled a Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky uh, to be here at 2.05 Live to talk about, among other things, his uh, refusing to stand up strong for AM radio. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.
You may recall in the Senate, there's a proposal by unanimous consent. You can do anything. Well, there was one senator out of 100 who did not uh, require that uh, those who uh, build automobiles, one senator, must have an AM radio in their car or truck. And that one senator was Senator Rand Paul. I've read a story about this from from, uh, Inside Radio, which is one of the scribes in our business. And uh, he gave an interview saying he's got a better way in order to keep AM radio. So uh, the, the best way is to pass it. And then uh, there are so many sponsors in the House uh, and the Senate. And I assume Biden says he's going to sign it. And there's a proposal by the EV manufacturers to get rid of AM radio because of interference problems because of the size of batteries. And so some Tesla and Ford, to a lesser extent, I think they've changed, though, have gotten rid of the idea of eliminating AM radio. AM radio is the lifeline for floods and tornadoes and hurricanes. Right now, I have people listening to me uh, from the tower in Michigan, in Indiana, in Tennessee, in Kentucky, West Virginia, and Pennsylvania. No AM state, no FM, no FM station can do that for modulation purposes. It doesn't have the ability. And so in a real crisis of which... In America, sadly, we've had several. AM radio is the lifeline that informs you as to what to do and what's happening, and you can trust it. Uh, For example, about three years ago, I was designated by the HHS, Homeland Security, to be the designated survivor. They built me a pod up by the transmitter in Mason to go into the pod, and from our uh, antenna, from our tower, we can broadcast at night to 38 states. And during the day to seven or eight, assuming the Internet doesn't work, we have emergency generators. We're ready to go. It was built uh, in case of a nuclear attack, that there'd be a a welcoming voice and someone that you trusted to give you necessary information about what to do next. Only AM radio does that. FM doesn't. With all due respect to Kid Chris, who's a clown belonging in a circus. AM radio can be a lot of fun but also can be very serious. And so the reach and power of AM radio is required in our society, especially with the risks that we're facing all around the world. I pray to God it never happens. If the Army comes to find me, because of this thing in my right hand, they can find me anytime, and transport me to Mason, I'm going to go underground. And uh, the one station that you can count on for necessary information is this one, goes to the reach and the power and the credibility that we have. And so I don't like the fact whatsoever that Senator Rand Paul was the one senator on a unanimous consent motion to say no. He said he has a better way. Well, of course, uh, we like to, when he wants his message out, does he go to uh, EBN or to GRR? No, he comes here because his message gets out all over the state of Kentucky with one interview, one host, and one station all over Kentucky, Ohio, and Indiana. No other FM station or AM station has the power to do that but this one. And so, come hell or high water, in the next year or two, this is going to be decided. And according to the uh, experts, the majority of the House and the Senate are, are both going to vote yes. Somehow, liberal Democrats like Senator Markey from, uh, Mass- from Massachusetts and Senator Sanders from Vermont have joined up 
with Senator Vance and joined up with uh, conservative Senator Cotton to uh, both agree on this. So the one senator that kept it from going through quickly was Rand Paul. He's going to be here about 2.05 to discuss that and so much more. So let's continue. We never stop. We simply continue. And uh, coming up next is Gabriel Nadalis. Later on, we've scheduled Senator Rand Paul. Also later on at some point is Brian Kilmeade of Fox News to uh, discuss his new book about Booker T. Not the MGs, but Booker T. Washington. And also Teddy Roosevelt and the lessons they can teach us about race relations today. There are many schools. And as you may know, one of them is right here in Cincinnati. In which teachers are told... No matter how many black boys act up, do not send them to the principal's office because we don't want to deal with it. Deal with it yourself. I've had several teachers tell me that. Deal with it yourself. And so Portland, the city of Portland, Oregon schools have now instituted a specific policy that says when uh, holding a student accountable for bad behavior, you must take into account the race of the student their religion, and their sexual orientation to decide whether or not to hold a misbehaving student accountable for their obvious misbehavior. So the racism practiced by the Democratic Party for two to three hundred years is still being practiced today, but they changed the object. Now race was a cost to a Democrat. Now race is a benefit. Both are wrong. Democratic Party controls every major urban area in this country. And the destruction of our magnificent major cities are well underway. From the mass vandalism, dysfunctional schools, defund the police movement, judges not setting bonds, judges not finding criminals guilty, police being told not to arrest criminals. And so uh, my next guest is going to talk about the effect of having those policies which are extremely, shall we say, injurious to the continuation of a civilized society. And so we have to get away from the notion, which I thought we had or tried to, that racial discrimination is wrong. Unless the object of discrimination is a protected minority group, in which case racial discrimination is acceptable based upon whether or not uh, the uh, person committing the wrongful act is black, white, brown, or otherwise. And one thing a teacher told me in Cincinnati is that if we have a white girl acting up and doing something wrong, we're much more likely to hold that student accountable for bad behavior than if we had a black girl doing exactly the same thing. To me, (laughs) that's racial discrimination, and it's wrong. It was wrong 100 years ago, it was wrong 50 years ago, and it's wrong today. It is ridiculous. Let's continue with more. And if a line becomes available, 513-749-7000 or pound 700, the new AT&T. Car manufacturers must keep AM radio as the lifeline during the difficult days that lie ahead. If every radio station and the sound of my voice went off the air, there is one station with the transmitters and with the uh, secondary backups that we have in Mason that will broadcast to you the necessary information that can allow you to survive and flourish in a catastrophe. One station, 700 WLW.
It's everything an off-season baseball show should be. Plus more. Oh, yeah, that's money right there. The Reds Hot Stove League. Tonight at 6 on 700 WLW, the home of the Reds. You know, the deals are hot, the savings are great, and the December year-end savings event now happening at Joseph Chevrolet and Coleraine. I don't think any other dealer can do this because of the power of Joseph. Take $12,000 off Silverado's only at Joseph Chevrolet. Plus, Joseph Chevrolet has a huge supply of trailblazers, tracks, and equinoxes in stock are ready for immediate delivery. And December's a great time to buy or lease the Chevy you need. And Joseph Chevrolet has the lowest prices, the best customer service, and the best inventory in town. Together, let's drive. Joseph Chevrolet and Coleraine and josephchevrolet.com. Country is the place to go. Boot Country, War Country, a family-owned business since... Oh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. As you know, as we uh, conclude year 2023, and uh, what's happening now in the minds of the American people is not good. Whenever I run around the highways and the byways of the Midwest, I hear many Americans tell me how we looking, and I say not good, and they say absolutely. Uh, there's a hopelessness lost in the land running loose. And uh, it's a, indicative by what's happening in the public school system in Portland, Oregon. One of the most beautiful cities in America is Portland. It rivals Seattle in natural beauty. It's wonderful. But uh, our America's national director is Gabriel Nadalis to discuss what's happening in Portland, which, by the way, is happening in many urban areas as the majestic cities are being destroyed by the policies of the modern Democratic Party. And Gabriel Nadalis can you tell the American people what's happening in the public schools in Portland, Oregon, which is also happening throughout every part of this great country of ours? Well, you know, recently the Portland public school system is now going to require that whenever you discipline a disruptive student, you have to consider their race, gender, identity, or sexual orientations. And it just makes no sense. I mean, let me read you the policy. The superintendent or designee shall review disciplinary disparities apparent by race, gender, LGBTQ plus ID, special education status, or other relevant categories with individual, whatever, whatever. What else is relevant than the fact that they did something wrong? If they're being disciplined, they should be facing the consequences that any other person does. I mean, and, and just since it's a horrible message for people who are of minority communities, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a Mexican immigrant. I'm brown. You know, I'm about to be a dad. What kind of message am I sending to my son, my, 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 who's soon to be born, when I tell him, don't worry, because you're brown, you're going to get off easy. Like, what kind of message is that? That is not something that Portland should be doing. It is not the system. It is, not, it is really anti-American. And I just can't believe that Portland, again, is yet outdoing itself with this DEI nonsense. Isn't the reason that too many students of color have been, may I use the term, disciplined for bad behavior? And so I'm told by some teachers at CPS, Cincinnati Public Schools, that they don't want to discipline, especially a black boy, because if they do, they're going to catch flack from the principal. They're much more likely to discipline a white girl or a white boy than someone, a person of color, especially African-American, because they catch too much flack from the administration. We have too many numbers of black boys acting up. And as a consequence, you've got to get those numbers down. 
So what happened to ML King saying, judge me not by the color of my skin, by the content of your character, when in public schools, race plays a significant part in what happens to the educational experience? How is that not illegal and unconstitutional when you discipline someone in school based upon race? Isn't that per se illegal? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I mean, it is illegal. It is unconstitutional. Unfortunately, many public officials don't read the Constitution and they don't understand the First Amendment or the 14th Amendment of equal protection under the law. You should not erase gender or anything that is not having to do with like your your actual actions does not should not relate to the 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 the, the consequences of, of of your actions. Um, and unfortunately, we have a system because one of the things they want to say is like, okay, maybe say, um, unfortunately, it is a true that in, in, in percentages, uh, black communities, Hispanic communities tend to be of lower socioeconomic status. And, you know, that may contribute to an action. And, okay, if you want to have that conversation, how do we improve the lives of, of, of minority communities? You know, let's have that conversation. But the result should never be to hold them to a different standard. It should be to hold them to the same standard because otherwise, you're encouraging this type of behavior if there are no consequences or or lesser consequences to a specific action you're only encouraging that people will say it's not that big of a deal i mean going a little bit on to crime this is exactly what we see whenever we have people who are uh released on no bail they when they're shoplifting they're they're they commit a crime and then they get a slap on the wrist they charges drop like well i got away with it I'm going to keep doing it. If you don't have consequences, you're going to get more bad behavior. And, and as the uh, father soon of a baby of color, don't you want your son or daughter to be judged by their behavior and not their skin color? Because the Democratic Party, the party of slavery, Democratic Party, the party of Jim Crow, Democratic Party, the party of lynching, Democratic Party, the party of race discrimination for decades... Uh, in the military, for example, FDR signed an order that said black soldiers cannot serve with white soldiers. That's the modern Democratic Party. And in 1964 and 65, when the Civil Rights Acts were passed, the Democrats filibustered them all. So they've gone from one side of racism to the other side of racism, having never stopped in the middle. The racism continues as the destruction of public education continues unbridled and the destruction of our magnificent cities continue under the weight and policies of Marxists and socialists. And now they're going even further the wrong direction by practicing racism and or sexual orientation discrimination. That is a straight student should be judged by different behavioral standards than a gay student. That is stupid. That is real stupid. 
It is. And I mean, as you mentioned, my son, he's going to be born in February. And my wife and I are very excited. And it's it's just a shame that I, I it's going to happen. But I hope that no one ever looks at him and just the first thing they notice about him is his skin color. No, because my son and just like many other people, like many children, they have very unique capacities. They have goods. They have bats. They need to be judged on the person that they become, the person that they are becoming, not just on their skin color. And this is exactly what Portland is doing. But when you have systems like these, that you, you start judging people, whether it be on on your race, on, on gender, on, on religion, or, or things that are really inherent to the self, to the person, you're only creating a type of caste system in which some people are better than others. And it is, and it is unconstitutional. It is an... an insane that they're trying to do something like this in Portland. It's pure and simple racism and discrimination. It should be stopped immediately. Policies, if not, go to court and get federal judges to crack down on Portland to quit practicing racism, which is what they're doing. Secondly, you have a column up about a week or 10 days ago, Gabriel Nadalis of Our America, about what's happening in Washington, D.C. with restaurants and other locales that are leaving. I live in little Cincinnati, Ohio, and many times downtown you can throw a bowling ball and not hit a pin because of all the empty storefronts. But in Washington, you have that restaurants are spending up to $4,000 of their budget on private security every week. I was in the restaurant business for a long time, and it took, uh, if you did everything right, you may have made 2 or 3% profit. And any business that spends thousands, thousands every week on trying to keep uh, uh, the vandals away from your front door is in a losing business. Well, and so can you describe, first of all, to the American people what's happening in the nation's capital, which should be a gleaming city on a hill and, instead of a almost looks like a refugee camp out of Darfur. Can, can you tell us exactly what's happening in Washington, D.C.? Well, I mean, what isn't happening in, in, in Washington, D.C. when it comes to crime? One of the things we've been seeing is there's been an increase in murders over the last five years. And I think one of the uh, – and it's, it's interesting because uh, the mayor, Mayor uh, Muriel Bowser, uh, she has been lying to her uh, community, to her residents, saying that she was never for defunding the police. And it is true to an extent. She never called out to defund the police. But in 2020, when everybody was defunding the police, she cut a lot of different departments that were empty just because, you know, it's a, it's a way of quietly defunding the police by not refunding uh, departments that are in need of uh, of assistance. You know, recently, as of recent, she's been uh, a little bit more amiable to the idea of having more police presence. Um, she's been calling for uh, police officers in schools, particularly because, unfortunately, they have a huge problem of, like, fights that are getting violent in, yeah. in high schools all throughout Washington, D.C. But even then, she's not going far enough. I think it was um, in the second ward, the council member, he, call, he called a, an emergency a press conference to do something on crime. Like he was asking for the National Guard to go up there, how bad it, it's getting. And I mean, you know, I live right here, right outside D.C., and you just hear stories of like people going in and like they get robbed. Like you have a congressman uh, who was uh, from Texas. I'm forgetting his name, but he was he was uh, carjacked. Right. Uh, you also have um, a congresswoman from Minnesota who was assaulted in her elevator. You know, this is, there was even a memo out there that basically said that um, uh, in a lot of the interns, a lot of the Capitol Hill staff are sleeping in their offices because they're afraid of going home. And unfortunately, you know, over the last couple of weeks, everyone's talking about Israel. I was talking about all these issues. They're important issues that we should discuss. But 
the issue of crime is not going away. And it is one of those things that it, it's a problem that is not going to go away until we start doing the right thing. The right thing is we need to enforce the laws. We need to we need to uh, make sure that we have more officers on the street. But also we need to make sure that uh, prosecutors are prosecuting crime. And uh, because what happens when you don't prosecute crime, you get more of it. And uh, Gabriel, at this point, is almost like escape from New from New York type situation in Washington, Baltimore, Maryland's even worse. I see the Capitals and the Wizards are leaving downtown Washington. They can't take it anymore. There's too much crime. Customers don't want to go downtown, and they want to make it a racial issue when it's a criminal issue. It's not about race. It's about behavior. And, and probably there's one or 2,000 criminals in Washington, D.C. that makes life basically unlivable for the other 2 million people because it's a very small number that it's a great impact, and I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. But lastly, before I let you go, uh, Gabriel Nadalis of Our America, uh, tell me about just the the heart and soul of our country. I gave a statistic er earlier, about 70% of us think America's on the wrong track. And uh, if you're talking about uh, you have a baby being born in two or three months, you have the hopes for that child to live a better life than you and your wife have led to get opportunities. But the idea of the American dream has become a nightmare for many in their 20s and 30s. Please explain. There was a poll out there by the Wall Street Journal a few days ago, maybe like a week ago, and it said that a mere 36% of respondents said that they believe the American dream exists. But when you actually look at the question, again, the devil's in the details, um, they asked that, do you think that the American dream, that is, that if you work hard, you'll get ahead, it still holds true? Well, that question is not about the American dream. I mean, if you look at studies from like 2019 by the American Enterprise Institute, you know, 85% of Americans said that the American dream actually involves freedom of choice of how to live your life. And I believe it was 82% of Americans believed that they were on their way or had already achieved the American dream. Mm. And if you want a little, a, a more recent poll, I mean, a Chase survey found that as many as 85% of millennials and Gen Z uh, were very optimistic about the American dream. Like the American dream is really all about getting – it's not getting, about getting uh, ahead in life. It's not about, uh, about uh, getting rich. It's about freedom, the, the idea that, that when Americans have freedom to chart their destiny, they're going to be more happy and more fulfilled. It's a promise. The American dream is a promise to chart your own destiny. And, and right now it's not because of student loan debt, which is ridiculously high. Too many kids have a college education when many simply need to get to work that you see policies, especially in urban areas, in which the color of one's skin or the kind of sex that you enjoy trumps your behavior. And so if you're the president of Harvard and you, and you call indirectly for the obliteration of Jews in Israel by permitting that language, which is hate speech, to be spoken at Harvard, and if you're a plagiarist and if your dissertation was all a lie, because of the color of your skin, your sexual orientation, your immigration status, guess what? It's all okay. In other words, uh, uh, no problem. You can do whatever and get away with it. And, and that's we, we live in, in a society that should be based upon merit and not the kind of sex that you enjoy or your skin color. That shouldn't matter at all. But one party is committed to the idea that the kind of sex that you enjoy plus your skin color trumps all kinds of other things. So as millennials, as a Gen Zer, 
going 22, 23, 25. You come out of college. You're ready to go, ready to meet the challenges. And you find out that the costs are too high, that new cars are forty to $60,000. You owe 80000 in student loan debt, that to get a home loan is like 7 or 8%, and the price of housing is skyrocketing. And you have a sense that crime is rampant. No one's looking out for you. What kind of future is that for the American people? I mean, whenever you look at the economy and you just have policies that are restricting economic and personal freedom, it's no wonder that Americans uh, like feel like the American dream is being stolen by them by the government. Yep. Well, Gabriel, we got to run. What is your website if people need to meet, need uh, to read more about your situation about keeping America strong? and getting rid of these Marxist progressive ideas that race is an important determinative as to what you do in your life when it should not be. Race should not. You shouldn't get a benefit because you have your skin color, and you shouldn't get a cost. It should be based upon the person that you are. What is your website, if any? Uh, people can check us out at joinouramerica.org. That's joinouramerica.org. Or people can check me out on Twitter at OG Nadellis. All right, Gabriel, good luck. And uh, do you have a name for your little boy yet? <laughs> yeah, but that's a little secret. <laughs> Keep it secret. Call him Gabriel Gabriel the Second. You're doing pretty good. If he follows you in your footsteps, he's going to be in good shape. Thank you. I appreciate it. Gabriel Nadalis. Uh, oh, thank you. Good luck. Thank you. Well, let's continue with more. And Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And uh, if a line becomes available, 513-749-7000. We live in a society now where your skin color determines the amount of uh, so-called discipline you receive when you act up. And based upon uh, how much uh, how dark you are determines whether a punishment takes place or not, and that is ridiculous. Let's continue with more. Bill Cunningham, News Radio 700, WLW. When I want a nice warm snack, I microwave a pack of Ming steamed cat buns. The only microwave buns guaranteed to be filled with 100% cat. It's a quick feline feast that'll leave you purring. The perfect lip smacker for listening to Eddie and Rocky. Steamed cat is a delicacy in many parts of the world. Eddie and Rocky are your daily afternoon treat with news, guest laughs, and plenty of your calls. Eddie and Rocky, this afternoon at 3 on 700 WLD. Bill Cunningham, the great American for Paul Luck at McKinley Mortgage. Been doing it now for more than 20 years. They're the go-to instrumentality for people like myself, my friends, my buddies. We all use McKinley Mortgage. McKinley continues to help families like you with credit card debt, student loan debt, car debts, and more, saving many customers up to $2,300 per month of total debt. In front of me is a CNBC story about how interest rates have fallen for the past six or seven weeks. So now's the time to call McKinley Mortgage. And don't assume you won't qualify simply because you found yourself in lots of debt. This is a perfect time to refinance. If you close your loan by January the 8th, you get to skip your January and February payments. First payment is not due until March of 2024. Interest rates continue to improve, so call McKinley Mortgage. And if you currently have a second mortgage or home equity line of credit, that the interest rates have skyrocketed, call McKinley Mortgage. If you were turned down by a local bank or credit union, then you call McKinley Mortgage. They're closing loans that others cannot, and veterans can always borrow 100% of your home's value, consolidate all your debt. Locally owned, locally operated with Americans living in our community is McKinley Mortgage. Quit dealing with out-of-state lenders. Number to call, 791-2700 or bestlowrates.com. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lear's Prime Market in Milford, an award-winning butcher shop and your holiday entertaining destination. Order our world-famous tenderloin and prime rib now for your holiday festivities and dinner. Award- <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Hello. 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 <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Fuckball, you bonehead. It's like it doesn't matter what the Congress does. Hush, I just gave hush. Zelensky another 200 oh. mil. Yeah, Mike. Go ahead. Yeah. Just, Don't worry yeah, about it. Ahead. Thank you. Yeah, no kidding. You guys do what you're going to do. Hush. Yeah. Shut up. Shut up. Yeah. What, 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 what if Trump had said, you know what? I got a pen. I got a phone. I'm going to give Zelensky another $200 million. Oh, wait. They didn't, they'd impeach him again for the 80th time. But would the, you shut up, your, man? Listen, shut up. And what do you say? Well, wouldn't you, uh, the big guy still gets his 10% of that, right? Does the big guy still make know. 20 I mean, mil? You know, I mean, what do you do? I mean, they're going to get, he's, they're going to get the money no matter what. And right. re- re- if Republicans don't give it to him, then they're, they're the bad guys. And then, and then I get what I mean. I thought you had to have like approval for this, don't no. you? Oh, no, you don't. Oh, no. okay. No, no. The media is with him. The oh. media is behind this thing. So just give him the money, irrespective of what's happening on our southern border, which is a good, absolute oh, disaster. That's worse. Willie, the Stooge Report is a proud service of our local Tempstar heating and air conditioning dealers. Tempstar, Tempstar. quality you can feel in beautiful Cincinnati. Call the experts at Preferred Home Comfort, 513-892-HVAC. Sports! Uh, Let's see, Willie. Of course, college basketball last night, C.J. Frederick, just like his uncle, 14 points. Uh, Bearcats over Bryant, 85-53. Bearcats go to 8-1, 7-0 at Fifth Third Arena. By the way, the girls' bowling team at Notre Dame uh-huh. lost in a match with Ball State. The home so, of the Cardinals and Carrie Hendel. So I'm thinking right now, Rocky needs to answer for the female wow. bowling team. Huh. How about that? Um, so they got a TRO. Granting uh, what? Uh, what? Fourteen days. If 14. you're in the portal, you're in good well, that, shape. That means that uh, that means that UC guy, I guess, can play now. I, I, I Reynolds, Jamil Reynolds. I, I, it looks like it on paper. I mean, uh, I is somebody going to stop it? The lawyers are going to have to get involved. Got to tell Miller what that's, to do. That's tell a, him it's Miller time. There's a crisis. Does Xavier play temp star tonight because Bryant was beaten by UC? No. Tell Andy Buker to get the boys together, see if they can beat Xavier. Uh, Bengals update. Uh, let's see. The Bengals are back on the field today, Willie. The uh, Vikings announced today that Nick Mullins uh, will start at quarterback. That's their fourth different starting quarterback this season for the uh, Purple People Eaters. Well, that's not good. Also. I, and by the way, the Bengals are only a three and a half or 
four-point favorite. Can you comment on well, all you downtown need. Jake Brown? Well, it's all, that's all you need. Too many people Jake named the, Jake are called the snake. Jake the I snake I say Browning. downtown Jake Brown. You like that one? It's Browning. I call him Brown. Uh, college football, Cincinnati Bearcats, and Coach Sat. L- look who just walked in. Look at this. Oh, look now at just what? walked we in. Got, we, got look a, at this. we got his cohort yesterday, and now he just walks in. Do you have high heels on? No. Uh, who, who let's, I feel like it, though. We got security in this building. Where is security? Good to see you, I'm Willie getting Cunningham. DJ Hodge here. Why are you still here? Why are you even here? I'm on. You're never at work. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. Is that my, is that I am Willie's today. Gift? This is my gift? Uh, Sarah Elise bought me uh, uh, socks for Christmas. I needed socks. Is that sweet of her? How does she know you need socks? I told her. While lying in bed, you need socks. What the? I That is wow. not the way this... Uh, I've probably wow. been in more beds with your wife than you've been. You keep my wife's name out of your mouth. Wow. Shut up! <laughs> Hush. I'm sorry, Sake. Go I'm, ahead. I'm sorry, Sake. Very important. By uh, the way, the, uh, the Notre Dame women's... Can I say women or girls? Bowling team. Women. Women lost to Ball State. Yeah, the name Ball is in there. I mean, that's you, right. You're pretty figure, good. Yeah, you would figure they'd be able. Valeria Beatty likes Ball State. That's where the testicular cancer exhibit has a permanent place. You ought to be ashamed of yourself that you were not here yesterday, partying. I was with, here. No, partying with the partners of iHeartRadio. I was here for thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. I had six meatballs. That's in his contract. That's I had disgusting. I had six you had, meatballs. You had meatballs and a brownie. I did they, have that. How do you know that? Because I saw it. There's on your my plate. evidence right there. Our partners. Help I was here. You, help you have uh, your lifestyle. Of they were here at the at the confines. They were here, and I was with them. Eating. Say, did you see me meatballs? Yes, I had a brownie. And your brownie, good meatballs. Very good. Meatballs. What's it like being with Sarah every morning? It's wonderful. She's a good person. What about say? It's a little different. He's wonderful. He's a good person. Well, what what are you like? Oh. Somebody's pulling your string. I'm the, no, I'm the sports daddy in the morning. Yeah. What does she call him, Daddy? Yes. Trampling. It's hot. Seg is into trampling. You should see how they look at each other. There's longing. Uh, Tennis. (laughs) Tennis. Tennis. Every seat within uh, center court will be removed and upgraded prior to the 2024 Western and Southern Open presented by John Barrett. Maybe I should call him now. As part of the initial phase of the $260 million investment to enhance the Lidner Family Tennis Center. Now, what I want to know is... What are they going to do with those seats? Can people buy those seats? Put them in here. Put them in here. We, well, yeah. we need studio audience right, right here. Don't don't make I any mean, cold sold, calls with me in sold, here. That doesn't, I don't want to be a part of any of that. They sold seats when Crosley Field uh, uh I'm not calling anybody closed. anymore. I have some they also, in Riverfront. Right, and they also, at Riverfront Stadium, you could get seats from there. Why oh, yeah. not the tennis center? I've seen those. People sell those online on, uh, on Facebook Marketplace. For millions. Millions and millions. I'm afraid to call someone. Don't do it. Don't do it. Leave me out of it. I can think about it, but, but don't, don't do, do it. it. All right. What are you going to do? Is that it, Sick? I'm going to have no. I'm going to have the sheriff call. Let the, let the sheriff uh, check let's it see. out. Reds he's update. walking around. I don't know what he's doing. Good, he's uh, Reds update. Uh, the uh, Reds and uh, Jimmy we'll, D we'll, and Tommy T. We'll uh, bring we'll bring in uh, Jamer Candelario, the newest Red, and also bench coach Freddie Benavides. What position will Candelario play? Whatever he wants to do at forty-five million bucks, he can do whatever he wants. Forty-five million. Reds also saw, apparently have signed seventeen-year-old outfielder Drew Davies out of South Australia, scouted by former Reds player Donald Lutz. That's a pretty good story. ECHL hockey tonight. Our beloved Cyclones are on along the Big River downtown, taking on Utah. I love the Cyclones. God bless the Cyclones. You like Cyclones? Have you? Uh, yes, they're kind enough to give me. Uh, I took a puck tickets. to the 
to the Coyones at some point. A really? Puck. Yeah. You, you go to those games? I went to one. That was it. You should go tomorrow. Like they're, they're ten years great. ago. Yeah, they're great fun. That, that was it for me. Are you, like you're people. picking up the telephone? I'm a, no, I'm not. Uh, I don't know I'm if not, I want to. No, no, we learned our lesson. No, I'm not picking any phones <laughs> no, no. up. No, no. No, I'm not doing that. Does your, does your dump button work? Do you know? Yeah, ours isn't that big. <laughs> ours is a little button. Yours ours doesn't, like, but yeah, that's a yeah. different issue. But th- there it sits. Yeah, good it's for you. Do you ever use Andy it? Andy Mac? Not really. Why? You just allow people My to My listeners know what to do yeah. and what not to do. They that's don't why. say bad words on this station. No. You never answer the phone. That's true. Bingo. That way is that to, the key? That's the key. That's the key. Don't to talk key. to anybody. <laughs> then you, you don't have to use that's your right. dump button. Right. Well, I'm just in here to warn you. Next time there is a uh, a holiday party with our partners, I need you to be there. I was there. Yeah, okay. For more than 30 minutes, okay? No. Your lifestyle is because of the people that support 700 WLW and iHeartMedia. You know, you that's a good much. point. Yes. That's pretty good. Thanks. Very good. Yeah. Oh, well. You know, you walk in here, you get your soup, you yell obscenities to me. Every day. Where's well, turn your mic on, you clown. Oh, yeah. every day. Every day, I say, "Where's go. this?" I'm afraid to use the mic anymore. It's a red well, light. When when I when I'm sitting in my little office over there, you always walk in and swear at me. What do I do? What I said? What are you doing here? You're yeah, you, a, you're a clown. You get call to me a, a circus. clown, and then you say, "Get to the circus." I, I, I'm a I'm a degenerate or degenerate. whatever. But yeah. I'm not the one that's in trouble all the time. You're making a fool of yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Because I'm. You're in trouble. Many him. What do you think we've? I've been doing for years. You're in trouble. The other one can't drive without getting pulled over. I mean, it's a whole thing. All I know is, and I go home, and I'm a family you're man. You're a derelict. And I'm a father. You're a derelict. You came to my home and soiled my bed. I did not. Yes, you did. Jeez, that was your wife. The sanctity of my home. The sanctity of your home. I'm just trying to stretch this out while you stare at the phone, waiting for somebody I'm staring, to call. I'm waiting. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do. Do you want me to call in? No. Oh. No. 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 It's anyway. Okay. You're here. Why are you going to call in for? Quality you can feel. <laughs> Daggone right. Xavier's playing Tempstar because UC played Bryant. Yeah. And so now Tempstar's Andy Buker is going to play Xavier. Yeah, yeah. And by Fine. the way, yeah. I was told by a knowledgeable source mm-hmm. that the last time the Bearcats beat the Musketeers two games in a row was 1996-1997. Okay. Wow. Okay. So how, many, how many years ago was that, Seg? Long time. I'd say 24. Yep. But who was president in 1996? Hold on. Kid Chris. No, no, who yeah, was no, president? I, I, yeah, you do it. Yeah. I'd rather you take who, a phone call. Who was president? <laughs> yeah, who was, who was president in 1996? 1996. Come uh, on. You're not that stupid. Bush Truman. Sr. Not even close. Come uh, on. Uh, Come on. Harding? I'll give you a clue. 1996? Monica. Oh, well, Bill Clinton. There it is right there. Big there Billy. it is. Are you sure? Big Belly. I'm fairly sure. Yeah. Okay. Fairly. I don't know. I, I don't. Who was vice I, president? I've never Say, voted. You know that thing. Tell him who was vice president in 1996. Monica Dan, Lewinsky. Dan Quayle. No. Come on. Dan, Monica Lewinsky. No, she did her duties. <laughs> Hillary Clinton? Not it's, exactly. They had different it's duties. It's the one dude from uh, Nashville. It's trying Bingo. to save the... You're uh, not as stupid as people oh, yeah. think. Al Gore. Al Gore. He's trying to save the, How'd you the, know the, that? the world. The How'd you know that? Well, he's kind of fallen off. What happened to that guy? He's got a beard and he's a billionaire. He invested in Google. He got money in early. Good for him. Very, very early. Like Nancy Pelosi like never Gary made Jeff. money. 250. Yeah. Gary Jeff's yeah. another one. He did, it on, yeah. he did it on his own. Made mm-hmm. millions. Now mm-hmm. he's at Puddles. And Puddles. Yeah. One or the other. It happens. Serving up alcohol to a bunch of derelicts every yeah, day. Yeah, that's just a front. It's a front. Just a front. It's Gary Jeff. Yeah. He's a billionaire. I know. Just ask him. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
All right, well, yep. we have Senator Rand Paul coming up. And by the way, he chooses AM, not FM radio, in which to speak. You know what I'm saying? Who are you texting? It's weird. You do Can't so say. much, so many other things during your show than, than the show itself. Can't say. Can't say. <laughs> Got a lot of people to handle. I do. I have a lot of people sending me stuff. All I'm trying to find out what's happening with marijuana. People don't know this, but you're not a druggie, as many people assume. I've never smoked marijuana in my life. So you you don't have a, do you think what they're doing in Columbus is good or bad for the use of recreational pot? I'm too old to really care. You don't about care this. about that. No, um, <laughs> and, yeah, I've never smoked marijuana. That's my choice. I've ne- I don't I haven't drank in over a year. What I, about uh, Shroom? He takes those drugs. He, does, he hasn't makes he has, his arms. Melt. He hasn't smoked marijuana in three years. I think he he, said. he smoked something or does something years ago that made his arms melt. Uh, I think that was the uh, what do they call that? Ganji? No, it was. Uh, uh, I don't know. There's all kinds of drugs. It was I named after it. Shroom. I, I, I'm on TikTok. I see what people do when they're on drugs. I don't want. What do be they do? Well, like those people that use those baths. They like, act like you. They get naked in the street. <laughs> they're always whatever you, people take hardcore drugs, they end up getting naked in the street. Why and acting is it? stupid? Why, why would I want to do that? Why? Because show especially at where you live. Yeah, right. Loveland, Loveland would not, would not be good. Yeah. <laughs> there he is again, running around naked. Yeah, I feel with sorry a, for your tennis wife. racket. Why? Because I don't do drugs and I, I, uh, I I'm, I'm a good dad. I don't Seg, even drink. Would you like to sleep with him on a regular basis? She doesn't. Are you kidding? No she way. Doesn't. Okay. You, Sarah, no. Sarah, Elise, and my wife are exactly the same. They want nothing to do with me, and neither one have sex with me. Seg. Get me out of the Stooge Report. We have Senator Rand Paul. Oh, boy. Coming up next to talk about the destruction of AM radio. Not real popular here. That's FM's right. a different thing. Get rid of FM. No problem. Oh, no. In this building, yeah. No, they're slowly getting rid of slowly it. Slowly getting rid of it. By getting rid of the people. <laughs> the pe- what people? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you walk out there, there's five people there. Yeah, and they're all on the AMs. And the AMs. They're sports guys galore all saying the same stuff over and over again all day long. You're, in, in, an, you're in an entourage. Now you have Sarah and Seg. Yeah. Seg. William was on this date 41 years ago today, December 13th, 1982. Van A.M. Vanna White. Vanna White replaced Susan Stafford on the Wheel of Fortune, and she is still turning the letters today. I saw her last night turn some letters. I used to date her, Seg. You dated her? Susan Stafford or Vanna White? Vanna White. Both? Both. Both together simultaneously. Fantasies run wild as reality takes a vacation. You can say <laughs> that ought to be the cornerstone of this show. No question about that. But I'm still trying to get this person on, but I can't call him directly because I will be uh, fired after 40 years of loyal, faithful. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Yes, thank you. There's this uh, inside radio thing around the country that picked me as the top midday host in America. Good for you, man. Which is good. Yeah. Along with Mike McConnell. Yeah, that's what I heard. Now, what about Eddie and The Rock? I don't want to bring this up. Why do you want? Why? They're they're not. Oh, they weren't up way up high. Thirteen. Yeah. You know it happens. It happens. They're, they're young. And Notre Dame bowling lost to who? They lost to Ball State. The women's bowling the Cardinals team. over the Get Irish. Brian Combs needs to go up there and teach those girls how to throw. Amen throw to that. Keep the ball out of the gutter. McNick's finest. Which is where your ball generally is is in the gutter. In the gutter. Yeah. You know, you keep painting this picture of me, and all, none of it's, it's true. derelict. No, none of it's true. Yeah, yeah, none, none, of it's, none of it is true. I, I can see it in the yeah. morning. You see him in the morning. Yeah. I'm the morning mayor. You? What's he then? I thought you were. I thought are you, James Francis Patrick O'Neill. Is he the town clown? <laughs> yeah. 
Segment does a good job when he comes in. His segment is sponsored in the beginning of the new of the new year. That's right, yeah. Penn Station. Penn Station. About that. Yeah. It's a good I just food. got I that like email. Penn We're going to be hungry. Yeah. I just I like got that. that email. Yeah, I like that. That's very. That's good news. So how is Sarah and Seg in the morning? Is there's just a they're good. I got to run the hose on them every once in a while. It's a little hot. I'm only in there five minutes. Yeah, Brian. That's all it takes. Yeah, that's all it takes. That's twice for you, sir. Twice. Twice around the lap. Yeah, that's for sure. Wow. I right, thank you, kid. Uh, thank you, kid, Chris, for uh, thanks for your, you know, embarrassing you yourself. In. Yes, and uh, thanks Go for having me on this uh, on this for You're a clown. Soon to be banned format. AM radio, AM radio. gone. Yeah, see you later. Over my dead body, <laughs> Senator Rand Paul. Now I'm getting pissed off over my dead body. Thank you very much, kid. Chris. No, thank you for not inviting me in. I just walked in. Get shroom. Uh, Sarah does that. Too. Get mm. shroom in here with his melting arms. He was on drugs and his arms melted. Salvia, I think it was. That was that's it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Salvia. Yeah, yeah. Segment, get me out of the Stooge Report. Senator Rand Paul, scheduled to be next. Willie. Willie, in honor of Kid <laughs> Chris. Who's a clown. And WEBN, the home of the hits. FM. We leave you with the immortal words of the Stooge Report. We've all made out with each other here at iHeart. Is that true? Not for me, but listen, I'm, I'm in line. Nope. Nope. So I'm after Seg. Seg? See ya. I'm Seg's sloppy seconds. Would want to be ya. On 700 WLW. Tri-State Ram Truck Buyers, the wrap-up the year sales event, it's here. And you're invited to the all-new Mike Castrucci Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. All right, Billy Cunningham and uh, Senator Rand Paul, uh, according to my production team, is uh, about to call to uh, discuss his vote on essentially eliminating AM radio as a requirement for car manufacturers. And uh, things proceed in the Senate either by unanimous consent or by overcoming the 60% rule. And there was an effort made a few days ago, as I understand it, that said that uh, let's waive the rule by unanimous consent and uh, we will require, which is Amy Klomachar's bill from Minnesota, that all new cars will have uh, an AM radio in them for all kinds of strategic purposes. And uh, we think Senator Rand Paul is calling now. But uh, we, he, the one senator that said no was uh, Senate, Senator Rand Paul. And Senator Rand Paul, welcome again to the Bill Cunningham Show. Senator, how are you? Very good, Bill. Thanks for having me. Good. You know, uh, I have to take you to task a bit. We've been round and around for many years, 95% of the time on the same page. But as I understand it, I read your interview at HAS with my friend Terry Miners about uh, you being the one senator that would not waive uh, the rule by unanimous consent that would have required car manufacturers to keep AM radio inside their cars, which is something that's heart and soul of what we do. And uh, and I would say this, that right now your voice is heard all over Kentucky, Ohio, and Indiana on a big AM station. No FM station can, can do that. And about four years ago, I was contacted by HHS to have a pod put in in our transmitter in Mason. And yours truly was selected as the designated survivor on a big AM station with backup to give messages to people that FM radio cannot do. So why did you vote against, I think, every Republican not to waive the rule to require AM radio in car manufacturers? I think there's more than one way to skin a cat. 
I'm very sympathetic to AM radio. As you know, I've been on AM radio for years. My dad was on for decades before I was on. I know you've been involved with AM radio, and there's so many great voices on AM radio. But I want to do something, and if we're going to do something, it needs to be consistent with our philosophy. The main cars that they're taking AM radio out of are electric cars. Now, people wouldn't be buying these electric cars if we weren't subsidizing them. So rather than mandate to car manufacturers that they have AM radio, why don't we quit subsidizing electric cars that are banning and taking out AM radio? So I think it would both be get the same result, but I think the it would be more consistent with the Republican position not to add mandates to car manufacturers and not to sort of pick the winners and losers, but to let the marketplace decide that. But don't skew the marketplace by subsidizing cars that don't have AM radio. When I speak to car dealers, there's dozens, maybe hundreds of government mandates already, government mandates, all kinds of stuff in a car. And one thing that is a requirement for safety is communication during a crisis. And that would occur, of course, when uh, when AM radio can do what FM radio can't do. Why not do both? I think to bribe somebody to buy an EV where the batteries are made in communist red China and the way the materials are mined in Africa is terrible. Why not do both? Why not take away the $7,500 bribe, which isn't working, and make sure that farmers and truck drivers and other Americans uh, have the availability of getting information and entertainment? Senator, why not do both? It isn't either or. Why not do both? I think getting rid of subsidies is consistent with the limited government philosophy. Adding mandates typically is not something Republicans have offered. Most of the mandates that are on cars already are are mandates that most conservatives have opposed. We really haven't been for mandating what goes into a car, what goes into manufacturing. But I think the same result can happen by doing something that is consistent with our philosophy, and that is getting rid of the subsidy. The other thing to remember is is that as times change, even Tesla, so for example, if you mandate to somebody who buys a Tesla that it have an AM radio in it, I think you're more likely to get them listening to you by streaming you off a website because the car is well connected to a computer as a real large computer screen, and the people buying these cars probably aren't going to listen to AM radio, frankly, on a dial but are more likely to actually listen to it streaming. So I think part of the adaptation and survival of AM radio is getting people, you know, I would say half the time I'm in my car, I'm listening to my phone. You know, people plug their co- their phone in already. But I do know people who plug their phone in and stream AM radio or stream podcasts. So it is coming, and the world is changing. It, you know, it's, it's not for lack of sympathy of AM radio. It's basically the idea that I just don't think it's consistent with our philosophy to tell people what they have to have. The bill also tells them that if it is an additional cost to block the electromagnetic impulse from the battery to have an AM signal, if there's any additional cost, you're not allowed to charge the consumer. We've never really been for you know forbidding people from passing our cost along if it costs more to, to protect the AM signal to let that be passed along. And so I just don't think it's consistent with our the bill. I don't think it's consistent with our philosophy. What's the status now that you've have, uh, blocked by unanimous consent? Is this thing going to pass anyway down the road? It may. And the thing is, is people need to realize that nobody can block anything. All I'm doing is blocking the expedited vote where there's no committee hearing and there's no real debate on the floor, and it just goes by unanimously. Very few things of any kind of substance go by unanimously. And so, uh, you know, I'd like to hear both. I, I really do think that even if you were to mandate this, 
the future of AM radio needs to be convincing people to stream it on their on their phone and plug their phone into their car because more and more that's going to ultimately be how people still get their AM radio. I don't know what the percentage is now, but I know most radio stations. I think I can stream your radio station on the internet, can't I? Absolutely, but most people in, ra- in AM radio do not stream. There's a few that do, but I don't know the percentages. 70-80% don't stream. I guess I could stream, but I... I like putting in 700, and this is the only way. If we have a power grid problem, if we have an EMP, something like character, and the, and the power grid goes down, the one way to communicate is through a large AM signal with backup generation of power, and we can communicate. And that is a life-and-death proposition. There are farmers right now that are in fields listening somewhere in Kentucky, Indiana, and Ohio to AM radio. There's truck drivers at night. Who spend their time listening to that kind, of, this kind of a signal, and to say, "Well, you can stream." Well, most people don't stream, and most people are not going to stream for a very long time, and they kind of like listening to AM radio. And let's face it, when you talk beginning with Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity, etc., that AM radio is the means of communication over the top of the mainstream media with all their dis and misinformation. And so it kind of it kind of hurt my heart when Senator Rand Paul stood up against <laughs> seven hundred WLW and Bill Cunningham that Senator right. Rand Paul voted against me. Yeah, basically, I don't think it's consistent for us uh, who believe in limited government to put mandates on manufacturers. But doesn't mean I'm not sympathetic to the cause. And so I introduced, and it was rejected. Uh, the people who want the AM bill rejected my idea, and my idea was to basically get rid of the subsidies for electric cars. And the thing is, is AM radio is not going away tomorrow. If you're a farmer, most farmers have a gas truck, you know, and gas trucks uh, still going to have AM radio. There's nobody really talking about getting rid of AM radio in the gas trucks. So I think that there's going to be a long time, but what we should do is really work hard not to be subsidizing something that punishes an industry. So I'm against the subsidies with or without the AM problem, but particularly because of the AM problem, um, I think we should be getting rid of the subsidies. Plus, we don't have money, and it's really not fair for people who are buying a $100,000 you know, expensive electric car to be subsidized by the guy who can only afford a $25,000 car. So it's never been really fair to subsidize these electric vehicles, and it's particularly not fair since it's subsidizing vehicles that won't have AM radio in them. But uh, I think even in that small marketplace, it's about 1% or 2% of the cars are electric cars. Um, I think really, rather than the mandate, part of the emphasis of AM radio should be advertising to those people uh, the ability to stream. Because you're right, the farmer's not going to be out there streaming on your website. But the 1% or 2% that have electric cars, you have a chance of getting them if instead of beating them over the head and forcing them to have AM radio, you try to advertise to them that they can get AM radio through streaming. It's a small market now, but it may well be a market that grows over time. Senator, I took it personal because I've been doing this for 40 years. And I just, uh, I'm beginning my 41st year in radio at one place, which is AM radio. And AM radio in the beginning was the only radio. FM came along. Now FM is having more difficulties than AM. And streaming is going to happen at some point, whether it's 5, 10, or 15 years. We're going to have maybe have EVs that make sense in 15 to 20 years, hopefully not to benefit communist red China. But when one of my favorites, Senator Rand Paul, comes at me and says, I want you, I want to eliminate AM radio from uh, car manufacturers. Can you understand how those of us in this business, the talk radio titans around America, are kind of pissed off at that? 
Well, you know, I think it's mischaracterizing my position to say that I want to eliminate AM radio from cars. I actually would like to keep AM radio in cars, and the way I would do it is in a way consistent with our philosophy, and that would be get rid of the subsidies that are given to electric cars. But I don't think mandates is part of our philosophy. I mean, we've spent years saying we're not going to be the people who pick winners and losers. We're not going to get involved with telling people what to manufacture. We're not going to give subsidies to things we like and not give subsidies to things we don't like. So actually, I think I'm taking the consistent position that I've always taken is that I'm frankly not for mandates on business. Uh, even for mandates that I would like, you know, I mean, so I don't think there's anything, if if anything, I think people would be and should be proud of the fact that I'm not changing my principles just because it happens to be an industry I like. There's no question I'm a big fan of AM radio, always have been. But it, it, at the same time, I can't be for mandating things to manufacturers since I've spent a career saying I'm not for government telling business what to do. All right, let's move on to two other issues. I'll come back to AM radio in about two minutes. Uh, right now, we're told that American interests in Ukraine are, are being terribly affected negatively. And we're told we have to give billions more to Israel, which are much more, in my mind, think about making sense. But please tell me it's true that it appears to be some softening with Biden about the southern border to have a functioning country. we got to have a border. Are you going to stand firm on the issue of no foreign aid until we take care of America's southern border? Without question, you know, my oath of office is to our country, not to other countries. We don't have money to be sending overseas. No. I did consent on the Israeli aid if it was paid for by taking away from the IRS. This was Speaker Johnson's position in the beginning, and I hope it will remain his position, that the Israel aid is separate from Ukraine aid and that it's paid for by taking the money from the IRS. And with regard to sending, you know, tens of billions more to Ukraine, uh, I've drawn the line. I can't vote for any more uh, money being sent to Ukraine because uh, we've sent them more than the country's entire GDP. We've sent them over $110 billion. They're using it to subsidize small business. They're paying their government pensions with this thing. And the bottom line is is that uh, we just don't have the money. We're borrowing the money right. we send. Don't have the money. We're broke. $34 trillion. In the next five years, it's going to be $30 trillion, $30 trillion, and it's a billion here and a billion there. Suddenly, we're talking about some money. It is ridiculous. Uh, when you talk to McConnell and you speak to Schumer, and maybe if somebody can talk to Biden if he's up yet, what do you do with the issue of the offset? To spend the money, but we have to get rid of 87,000 IRS agents. we got to do this, got to do that. Do you have a sense it's a deal to be made in the next week? You know, it's interesting that they swear that they won't trade the IRS money, you know, for the Israel aid or for the Ukraine aid. But apparently the handshake deal that was made between McCarthy and Biden over raising the debt ceiling, they've already had a handshake deal to use that IRS money to increase welfare spending because the Democrats thought that the debt ceiling deal didn't give them enough welfare spending. Mm. So it's interesting that they say, oh, we'll never give up on this IRS money. They're already willing to trade it for different uh, welfare programs that they're for. Um, and it is real money, and it does make a difference. So, uh, no, I think uh, the, the one with Israel is reasonable if it's paid for. The other would be less objectionable if it's paid for. But nobody's talking about paying for it. They're talking about trying to trade border security, which I am for border security. I think we shouldn't let anybody in illegally. I think they all should be put right back on the other side of the river. Yep. The only thing that was working down there was remain in Mexico. But people have to realize that they think that there's going to be a negotiated deal that's going to work. None of it works unless it has remained in Mexico, and that takes cooperation with Mexico. And the only reason we got that was because Trump played hardball with them, 
And that was one of the beauties of having Trump as president. He was uh, unafraid. He stared down the Mexican president, and the Mexican president agreed to keep him. But we got a new Mexican president down there. I don't think Biden's going to stare anybody in the face because no. he's got to look through his eyelids that are no. half closed. So no. I, I don't think it's going to happen. But um, So I'm not really going to vote for any fake uh, border security, and I'm definitely not voting for any money to, for Ukraine that's not paid for. So it's very unlikely they'll get me on any of that foreign aid bill. Lastly, have you ever voted on uh, unanimous consent? Have you ever, in your time in the Senate, have you ever voted to waive that? Uh, dozens of times, almost every day there's something. I've already discussed four things today. So unanimous consent is uh, sometimes like for a resolution. So if we have a resolution saying we congratulate Bill Cunningham for 42 years in radio and for his service to the Constitution, that's a resolution that's not really legislation. Those pass all the time by unanimous consent. Significant legislation rarely does, and one person can't block it. What they do is just mean it goes through the normal channels, and the normal channels are that it takes a few votes and it takes several days to pass something, and they do have quite a few co-sponsors on this. I think it's still wrong and inconsistent with our philosophy, but I think there's a reasonable chance it probably will pass at some point. And lastly, Senator, I would say this is a governmental interest. I'm a capitalist. I've owned businesses. I continue to own some businesses. I love American business. It is the great equalizer. However, there's a government interest in having AM radio functioning, especially the big ones, because if the power grid doesn't exist, if computers do not work, if uh, cars do not run, we have the capability of getting messages out to the American people as to where to go, what to do, the circumstances like a Red Dawn situation. On, and only AM radio does that. You're being heard right now in northern Tennessee and Ohio. No FM station can do that. And so when you did what you did, that was a heart. That was a stabbing into my heart. I'm thinking, this is my guy. This is my home state of Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. And this guy's trying to destroy AM radio. And I know I had to talk to you because that can't be the case. You've got to stand well, with the not. American people. And you realize, you realize it's not because I had an alternative that is probably goes more to the crux of the problem. And getting rid of the subsidies basically would eliminate the problem, then you wouldn't have to have mandates. If you didn't have the cars being subsidized, nobody would be buying these electric cars, no. and there wouldn't be pressure on AM radio. No. So all I'm saying is by opposing one method of doing this doesn't mean I'm against AM radio. It just means I'm for a different method of getting the same result. But I think this method, I think many of your listeners would probably agree, is more consistent with a limited government philosophy. And when it goes through all the stuff you senators go through, are you going to vote yes on AM radio? I'll vote yes to get rid of the subsidies to electric cars that get rid of AM radio. I think that's the best solution. Do you love AM radio? <laughs> you know I do. I've been on AM radio uh, going back a decade, and my father probably two or three decades. It's a great long format. It's a way to have a discussion, a full discussion like we've just had that we probably couldn't have on television because the interviews aren't as long. So, uh, no, great fan of AM radio. Tomorrow I'll be on with a, a gentleman who is, I believe, 87 years old, and he's been doing it for several decades also in a small community of about 6,000 people on an AM radio station that my father-in-law used to work for. So nothing but sympathy, nothing but sympathy for uh, allowing the message to get out but just uh, different ways to skin a cat. And because we disagree on the solution doesn't mean we're not on the same side. Well, I hope AM radio is here long after both of us are gone. And I sense in your heart and soul you understand the value of AM radio and the role it can play in governmental activity plus private enterprise. Once again, Senator Rand Paul, thank you for coming on the Bill Cunningham Show. Senator, thank you.
Thank you. And God bless America. Let's continue with more. If a line becomes available, you know the routine. 513-749-7000. AM radio is your friend. AM radio is your informer. AM radio is uh, necessary. If there's a crisis in this country, you'll be hearing my voice on News Radio 700 WLW. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. While interest rates are on the rise everywhere else, at Genesis Diamonds, we've got just the relief you need this holiday season. Five years, zero interest on anything in it. We pray with you. We've just so much work together. And just in this holiday season, which should be a joyful time of year, we just wanted to have the opportunity to Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now, Rock, I'm glad you're here to answer for Notre Dame. <laughs> I go ahead, because I got something for you here in a second. Now, go ahead, fire scores. away. I have here now Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish, the women or the girls, went to Ball State in Muncie, Indiana, and were hammered. Chirp. Hammered. In the on the Cardinals bowling. got one of the best teams in the country. They're bowling, v- bowling. Yeah, their bowling team is really good. And Brian Combs sent me the story. They lost one thousand. Combs, I'm coming for you next. One thousand four hundred and ten to one thousand three hundred and fifteen. Oh, they lost by ninety five pins. Ouch. Somewhat close, but the Notre Dame fighting went down hard. And then the basketball team, the women's basketball team, lost to Florida, uh, the Gators, ninety one eighty six. I'm looking at this sports of Notre Dame, and it's not very good at all. In fact, the quarterbacks are leaving. Uh, Mark, the Freeman, the the head coach, is uh, going to be is in trouble. He's lost three games. He's in some minor, I think the Sun Bowl or the Toilet Bowl or something. The Sun Bowl against Sun. Oregon State. They had a nine win season. The Ducks, you know, the, the pretty, du- pretty formidable. Is Oregon State Beavers. in the conference or? Uh, well, not anymore. Not the Pac-12 is not going anymore. On there, but. Are they in the Pac-2? Well, what are they? What are they in? So, Pac Man, can you defend St. Mary's? Hello, world, becoming transgender, and also the leprechaun at Notre Dame is now female. Which, by the way, that is not new news. That was uh, over two months ago. It was in October that that came out. You're reaching. You sit down at your little workstation in the morning and just type Notre Dame 
losses into a Google search. Look at that. And see what comes up. Well, what do you got for him, Big well, Shot? I got something. Uh, you, let's you hear went, it. Let's see, you went to Deer Park, Xavier, Xavier. and Toledo, right? Correct. Okay. Uh-oh. Toledo just, just lost in the MAC championship game to Miami with their backup quarterback. Okay, so boom, there's number one. All right, Deer Park went three and eight in football, and Xavier, had a rough year. Xavier, had a rough year. Xavier women's basketball is zero and seven. Excuse no, me, zero and eight. I think they just lost they again. Just lost to they just lost again. They just lost again on a wild Sunday. Play Notre Dame. When they, they, play, go when play they when they, are they playing them? That's I, next week. Not in the same. They I don't know, but they ought, to, they ought to play them because Notre Dame. How many Dame. national women's titles in basketball does Xavier have? National. Notre Dame has two. Oh one. What, what sport when is I was that? there. In Women. 2019, women's basketball. You, you're men's? the one that brought it up. Well, the NIT bring the NIT Xavier <laughs> men. They won the NIT twice. Okay, sure. Pinchback, Kerwin, and Toby. That was a that, national that, invitation. That banner go up about, the, yeah three years ago. Who won the NIT about three years ago? Hmm. Who was yep. it? Yeah, national invitation tournament. The last one played at Madison Square Garden, and who won that? Xavier. When's the last time in basketball Notre Dame won any men's national title on anything relative to basketball? When did that happen? Digger Phelps? Yeah, Digger Phelps. I don't think so. It didn't happen. Never. Not one time. But Xavier's went back to back <laughs> over 57 years. Two NIT titles. <laughs> You're not going to win, Rocks. I'm telling you up. right now. Don't I'm just telling you. I just questions. laid three on you just like that. Three schools that you're a part of. Well, how about... You keep picking on Notre Dame. How about Notre 2018? Dame, Dame. What about the chess team? They've lost to what about San the Jose State last bowling week. Bowling team. How'd you know? Well, you know. Did you watch it on ESPNU? ESPN 9. Okay. And now they have transgender classes at Notre Dame, including drag yeah, queens. at Xavier for a long time. Deny that. Can't say. Can't, Can't say. say. There we go. Can't say. Say, give me some sports. You got some drag Jeez, queens wow. dancing around Notre Dame, along with the bowling team, who loses to Ball State, the Valerie Beatty. Sure. That's where she went to school. They had the testicular display there, too, at Ball State. Did you hear that story? What? Well, Dave, see if you can find Valerie Beatty talking she about... She used to be a local news anchor around here. Fox 19, Weather where person. 19 stands for news. To run the same U.S. testicle tour, kicking things off. Where else? Ball State University. The testicular tour. Now, who it's wants... not a real story. No, it is. They had this... Yeah. This 18 At Ball State. There. At Ball State, they had the... Amazing. Tes- testic- Sometimes the jokes write themselves. Testicular. We're and, blessed living these um, times. If, if you had testicular problem, would you, like, put them on the side of a truck and drive them around? No. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Well, that Valeria Beatty said that's Ball State. What's she up to these days? I haven't seen her in a long time. In a long time. She was a very attractive woman. Yeah, you, so you, we used to run the same circles back anymore, then. Can't no, you can't say that. Can't say but that. I'm just saying. Well, she's ugly then. Can yes. you say that? No, you shouldn't say that either. Big boobies? Nope. Can't, can't say that. Definitely can't say that. Large padonkadonk? Can't say that. No. What can I say? Burby, what are the, the, uh, Stooge reporters, the Stooge <laughs> Report is a proud service of your local Tempstar. Heating and air conditioning dealers. Tempstar. Tempstar. Quality you can feel in northern Kentucky. Call any weather heating and air. 859-781-4822. Sports! Uh, let's see. Uh, Judge, what's his name here? Wapner? He's got, no, he's got three different names. Judge John Preston Bailey, the Northern District of West Virginia and Wheeling. Heard close to three hours of arguments and testimony today before issuing a ruling affecting NCAA two-time, two-time transfer athletes. 
He has uh, granted a 14-day TRO. What does that mean for this guy at UC? Which means that uh, Jamil Reynolds has immediate eligibility. I'm going to have David Yost on tomorrow with your permission, but I have a story here. The wrestling. St. Mary's <laughs> of Notre Dame is having a wrestling tournament beginning tonight about 5 p.m. if you have time. To get there, I've time to drive to South Bend tonight, four and a half hours. They're going to play Indiana. They're going to wrestle Indiana State. I'd like to watch that matchup. The girls this wrestling. Is girls wrestling? Yes. No. Uh, the Harrison. Remember we had the Harrison uh, girls wrestling team. Pretty good. State had three Chloe, of them. Chloe uh, Deerwester. Yes. She was tough. She was mean. She was good looking woman. Can you say good looking anymore? I can't say that either. Uh, I'm sorry. She was a woman. Can I say that? Yeah. I'm not sure when this when the state title is again, but I'm sure she's involved. But Deer Park won the state title in 2018 in basketball, undefeated, untied, unscored on. When's the last time St. X won a state basketball title? Well, that was NIL before there was NIL, Seg. Please continue. Please continue. Bengals update. Bengals back on that practice field today, getting ready for those purple people leaders, the Minnesota Vikings. They're going to go with Bengals. their fourth starting quarterback of the season Saturday with Nick Mullins. Why are the Bengals only Southern Miss. a three-and-a-half-point uh, favorite against? That's really a no favorite at all at home. They, downtown Jake Brown looks pretty good. Looks pretty good. I don't know why it's just three. Uh, Justin Jefferson is I going to score, play Sunday. score a touchdown last Or Saturday, week. I mean. They, they scored. They kicked one field goal and won yeah, three. Yeah, three nothing. nothing. Just yeah. so Justin Jefferson what are you, is going to play. Are you babbling over there? Justin Jefferson is going to play. Correct. He had a chest injury last week to the Raiders. Isn't that uh, another Joe chest Burrows? injury? Uh, the uh, Bearcats. Coach no. Satterfield and the Bearcats have gotten a commitment from Ohio State's what? Running back Evan Pryor. So we have former Evan Prater and Evan Pryor. Yeah. Pryor and Prater. Four, former four-star, top twenty-five player. He's got two years of eligibility left. Where is Evan Prater as I speak? He's a wide receiver for the Bearcats. Is he starting? Is he doing okay? Um, I guess. He's going to stay. No good. Every seat within the center court will be removed and upgraded prior to the 2024 Western and Southern Open presented by John Barrett. All part of the initial phase of the $260 million investment to enhance the Lindner Family Tennis Center in beautiful Mason, the home of the transmitter. So, so, so let me ask you this. So, well, when that tournament's not going on, well, what else goes on there? They got a they got a schedule of events coming. The Ohio, got, the Ohio State uh, High School used to okay, be out they, there. Okay, okay. And just they got wondering. the pickleball. That's a you know that's they're going to do state. Then they have graduation. They have weddings. It's okay, going to be yeah. a, They're going to try to occupy it 150 days a year. And I said, hey, if you do that, do let's it. go. It's a great it. facility. Let's go. A little pickleball. You know about pickleball, don't you? You cost me that game against him and Stanley. Yeah, we, no, we, we still beat your guy's rear end uh, pretty good that day. I didn't have a good partner. I was playing with, like, basically one hand time behind my back. couple of clowns is what you were. Notre Dame graduate. Yep. He's uh, transgender rights up there and also <laughs> drag queen classes at St. Mary's, which has gone transgender. I'm, I'm just saying. It's not the same thing. It's not the same You know school. what? You keep doing this. He's not coming in here anymore. You ought to defend himself. If I'll he come can. in. I just did. Got the guts. I laid it out to your three teams. Got the guts. Bing, well, what boom, about pow. bowling? I would thank Brian Combe for bowling. Yeah, I'm thanks, not, Brian Combs. I'm not He's saying next, nothing. You can't do nothing about Cole Rain. We went 0 10. Terrible. Well, if somebody had told you 10 years ago that Cole Rain would go 0 and 10, wouldn't have believed it. That's impossible. Isn't that. Seg, defend that. You know who them. they need back? Bolden? Kerry Combs! Would he come back? No. He's somebody with his level of intensity and right. just to help 
get that program back on. Think of it can be. There, there, are, there are kids, there are people within that program that can, oh. you they know, within the goals. confines of that area that could boost that program back Deer up. Deer Park's going to start 7th, 8th, and ninth grade. Got to get with it. I talked to uh, Greg Euster at Deer Park. We're going to start scheduling Coleraine and football. We right. need, need an easy win. About time. What do you think? I, thought, I don't know. I mean, earlier it was Deer Park was going to join the GCL. We need to get a little more NIL needs and to come back. forward. I don't know. And the Mid American Conference. They're going to join the Notre Dame saying that was going to join the Oh, yeah, the that's right. Sorry. You know, the last what, time. Nine and three. We're going to play in a. The last time. The playing UC, Western Michigan not and good Eastern Michigan. Anybody. Yeah, you're going to go the back Ball to the Mac. State Chirp. Notre Dame. We got, right, we got, uh, we got Riley Leonard. And Ohio U. Look the Irish out. are going to go to Athens, Ohio to play the Bobcats. It's going to be you good. you got to pay him to go to Notre Dame, though. 1.5 mil. Paying 1.5 is the rumor. For one year. Is it possible that Harrison is getting twenty million at Ohio State to be a wide receiver? Is that possible? It's not possible. There's so no way that that's possible. You had that story, so I did not. Yes, you did. He's going to go in the he, league. He's, Even okay, he's twenty million. He, he'll go in the league and make that. He'll be a top ten pick. Right. Well, we'll I mean, see if it. he was, I, I understand guys staying. And look, that's maybe you could call that's one of the Caitlin the positives of NIL. Is that you know guys like there's in Texas Tech right? I have them in the bowl game this Saturday, Independence Bowl, and they got one of the best running backs in the country, Taj Brooks, and he announced he's coming back. Well, he was, there's no way he would come back in the day and age before NIL. So if you're a Texas Tech fan, it's a pretty good deal. He's going to play in the bowl game. He's going to come back next year. Going to get paid. It's not bad. And I saw there wasn't no NIL. He'd be gone. And yeah, who is it? The offensive lineman for Notre Dame today? Alt. I didn't see. Said he's not playing in the bowl game. Going not playing. To, going pro. Going pro. Why would Joe you play? Alt? If you're in the first round, why would you play in a bowl game? It's it's a tough thing. I, I think they should. The bowls need to start paying the kids, like the winners. Like the winners, each kid gets, I don't know, 10 grand or something. I don't, I don't know what it is, but you got to do something. So things these are kids screwed play up. Bowl. Right now, things Cause are Because the, the people that own these bowls and pay big money for sponsorships and stuff only right. have... All the top players drop out of them. I, I, I'd be furious right now. You got to incentivize these kids to stay. I hate to say it, but it's just the reality of where we are at least. Why days. doesn't Cole Rain play St. X, Deer Park, and East Central? Upgrade their schedule, sec, man. Know, we'll Zero and ten. That's ridiculous. That's like the Notre Dame uh, bowling team losing to Ball State. That's a problem. East Central moving up to Division Five in Indiana next year. That's they've won back-to-back. -back, uh, I think they're six, so they're the next one up, but... We we'll have a good team again. If they beat, they beat Muller High School, that's a legitimate team right there. Did, did Josh? I don't know anything about this. Did, did uh, uh, Josh Ringer win Indiana Mister Football? I haven't seen anything Central? yet. I haven't seen anything either. Say, why not? Why don't you know that? Good players. Well, they got to Miami. First, going to Red Hawks. He's gonna be a Red Hawk. Don't call me a clown. Do you think I'm in a circus? Yes. This is a three-ring circus right now. All right, Rock. What's on the big show today? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Right out of the gate, we have a uh, Vikings guest. Um, get a Thor? little lowdown on the Bud Minnesota Grant? Vikings. Leif Erickson? No, it's not Leif Bud Erickson. Grant? No. A Viking? No, a not, not a guest on like the Vikings as in the marauders that you know, oh. sailed in boats oh. and conquered Princeton. other tribes. You got Princeton. Princeton. Yes, Princeton. Pat Mancuso. Oh. Look at you, Seg. That's a blast Mike, from the past. They're name. no good at all. Great right Pat, there. Yeah, you damn hey, straight. Oh, boy. There you go. Great coach and um, person. And then, uh, let's see, at 4 o'clock, we got a guest on the U.S.-China space race. And then at 5 o'clock, we have you. A great American. That's it. 
pretty good, pretty good lineup pretty there. Good lineup. And I'm going to get more information about Notre Dame girls <laughs> softball <laughs> and see how you react to their. By failure. the way, did, did you did you see the the rundown of the accolades of the big one? Mike McConnell, according to Barrett News Media, number one morning show. Sloney, number two. Number you, he, he is number two. Are he's number one, two. and we in a much number larger one. drive time much realm. Larger. Came in top 15, 13, to you, You're on your way to the top. We're there. Did anybody really care? No. What about after I six? I got a bonus. I'm, you didn't? What, what? Ha- what about after 6 yeah. o'clock? What happened with Lance? I don't think they get, they don't. Oh, don't they don't do that? Yeah. Oh, no. But Lance would surely be on top. He's a twit. What about Gary, Jeff, and Dan Carroll? He's a great talent. Those two are great right. talents. Rock, I'll give more information tomorrow about Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, get, go home and, and spend the next four hours researching Notre Dame losses in oh, field boy. hockey and swimming or something. You have women leprechauns and transsexual classes. That's all I know. What would Newt Rockney say about that? Rolling over, son. Segment, get me out of the Stooge Report. Well, in honor of uh, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, we leave you with the immortal <laughs> words of the Stooge Report. It? Maybe not. All right. Nothing. I mean, it's great. I'm really more focused on you know our team and this year, and worry about that later. Is that report true? He's gone. He's gone. He supposedly they've he's 24 years. That's it. Supposedly he's got another team lined up. Who's it going to be? Chargers. What? There'll be seven, if not nine, or more teams that want a new head coach. Maybe the Bengals. Cardinals. No, not after Zach Taylor's coaching his rear end off right now. Doing a good job right now. Real good job. On 700 WLW. When you're on hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.